We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the award-winning fantasy basketball podcast by Rotowire, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Vivid Seats and Rival Fantasy. Look at all these sponsors. Oh, someone's busy. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Shannon's job. It's Friday, October 27th, 2023. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard! We're going to jump straight into the news. Um, Damian Lillard last night put up 29 points, excuse me, 39 points. 30. I basically watched him score 29 points because I saw the second half. Uh, they beat the Hardenless uh, 76ers. Dame with 39 points, a nine of 20 shooting, eight rebounds, four assists, four triples, 17 of 17 from the free throw line. I cannot tell you the last time a Milwaukee Bucks fan saw someone shoot 17 of 17 from the free throw line. <laughs> Um, we also had Tyrese Maxey in the absence of James Harden go for 31, uh, eight dimes, two steals. Kelly Oubre had a nice game as well. Uh, Shannon, do you have any, I mean, this Harden situation, the NBA is investigating it. He tried, he wanted to play. The team was like, we don't, I don't know if we want you to play. What do you, what do you really anticipate happening here? Oh, I, I mean, as a fantasy, if you, if you're as a fantasy manager, if you own, if you roster James Harden right now, you know, you can't do anything but sit on your hands. You just keep them on your bench and wait until this all blows over. You know, it, there's one of two options. I don't think he's going to continue to sit out beyond this road trip. It's either going to be he's playing with the Sixers or he gets traded. It's one of those two options. I don't think they're just going to sit him uh, long term. So hopefully wear a Sixers uniform. You think we'll see him on the court in the Sixers uniform? I I'm think not sure possible. they trust him. I think he might not quite tank it, but not really give full effort either. We've seen that before. It, it, I mean, that that could be the outcome. We'll we'll see. I don't think I, I don't think we're gonna see an NBA player out on the court tr- like purposely tanking games. Uh, will his effort be a hundred and ten percent? You know, has it has Harden's effort ever been one hundred and ten percent on both sides of the court? You know, who knows? Yes. So I, I, you know, again, as a fantasy manager, you sit on your hands. I do think there's something's going to happen. Once this road trip's completed and, and the, the Sixers get before the Sixers get ready to play their third game of the season. When does Joel Embiid make a stink about this? Like it's gotta be driving him crazy. Like, is he going to, is he privately going to make ultimatums to Maury or does he ever come out publicly and say anything? I, I mean, mean, I was going to say, I think partially when you're, if you're, 
Embiid and you're not really saying anything about it, I think that's basically the equivalent of just clearly being annoyed by it. Like if you're not like, I, I would, I would love to welcome James Harden back. He he's the great, you know, he's a great guy. If he was coming out and saying all that, that's one thing, but just kind of being silent about it. I think it just implies kind of what you're saying. Yeah. And with, with Embiid, I mean, this one thing I'll say about six, his Sixers teammates is if they want to win a championship this year, having Harden on the team is the easiest path to that trading for Terrence Mann and Norm Powell and Bones Highland or whatever it's going to be, whatever that package would have to be from, from the Clippers is not going to make them a better overall team. I thought the holdup was more picks so they can then flip the picks for some other veteran player at the, but then that implies that there are veteran players available. You know, like I'm not who nobody really comes to mind, but hopefully Bogdanovich is available. (laughs) Well, let's get on. Let's get back to real basketball. Uh, The other game last night uh, for players playing uh, Lakers beat Phoenix in the LA home debut. Uh, AD bounced back with a nice, 30-point, 12-rebound, three-block, three-steal performance. LeBron, who was allegedly on a minutes restriction, played 35 minutes, 21 points, eight boards, nine dimes, two steals, two blocks. Uh, Of course, this is against the Suns team with no Booker, no Beal. KD had a very nice 39-11 and game. I'll tell you what made me a little concerned, and maybe you guys don't care, but Yusuf Nurkic who should have had a lot more opportunities with Booker and Beal out. He did have nine rebounds, but only four points on one of five shooting. Other than the big three guys, who appeals to you in Phoenix? Well, I mean, we're going to talk about one of them later. I mean, yeah. So I don't, I don't want to step on Shannon's toes. We're going to get to one particular player in Phoenix later. I will. I, one guy I'll bring up is Eric Gordon, partially because, Beal is relatively injury prone. We're seeing it already. Booker will probably get nights off as well. And that backcourt is just not, it's really thin. So, you know, Jordan Goodwin also got 30 minutes in this game, 14 points, six rebounds, two assists, two steals. Like both of those guys, if you're in a deep league are interesting and, or are at least worth like a streamer and daily leagues. If you have like unlimited claims, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Eric Gordon, you know, negative 27 last night. Uh, in 30 minutes, six for 16, two for eight from downtown. He had a rough uh, season opener with the Suns as well. He looks quite a bit slower uh, than past years, especially on the defensive end. Um, he is pretty ancient. Uh, he's basically the Ken Kreitz of the NBA uh, at this stage of his career. So, uh, yeah, it, it is tough, but he will have some value if, if you're desperate for three-pointers when, when the Suns are shorthanded. Which could be often. I don't know. I don't know how many games Bradley Beal has left in him. We'll see. It's it's tough to say. I mean, they're. I won't be surprised if they sit guys. Everybody knew this though when they drafted him. Booker's the guy who you expect to play the most games. Yeah. And then kind of either Beal or Durant behind him. You know, I was happy to get Beal in the second round in my NFBKC draft, but drafting him in the first round, a little tough. Uh, that pretty much does it for news. Uh, so we are going to before we get into fan feedback and waiver wire. We're going to talk about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick'em contests. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, new Underdog users receive a first-time deposit bonus up to $500 and a free six-month subscription to RotoWire with promo code RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. 
Visit underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app today and use promo code RWNBA to claim your free RotoWire subscription and deposit bonus. That's code RWNBA. Okay, let's get to our fan feedback. Fans, please ask, ask us a question in the comments of this week's waiver wire video on the new RotoWire Fantasy Basketball YouTube page. And we may answer it here or in next week's show. Uh, we got this uh, in our risers and fallers video from the preseason from Angel Abara. Angel, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your last name. He wants he or she wants to offer but uh, offer a friend Miles Turner and Brandon Miller in hopes to get Anthony Davis, which might be a little tougher after last night's game. What say you, Shannon and Alex? Uh, I will say that I don't view Brandon Miller as a 12-team fantasy player this year. So you're, in my opinion, you're trading Miles Turner for Anthony Davis, which is a win. Yeah, yeah. If you can do it, then good on you. Um, it, you know, this this seems more like Big a if. dynasty league offer uh, yeah. than a redraft. So, yes. so if it is dynasty format and you're dangling Brandon Miller as the sweetener with with Miles Turner, that can make sense. I would be very surprised if you're able to pull off this trade in a redraft uh single season league and but, and even oh sorry and even even if you view brandon miller like let's say you think brandon miller might be 12 team relevant this year i don't think he's going to be so good that his production is not able to be found basically off of the waiver wire like i think he'll be replacement level you know like if maybe he's your second option off your fantasy bench but you can also stream guys in on four game weeks in that spot and it's fine um so yeah, I, it's a Shannon keeper league. The keeper league deal. Miles Turner is only twenty-seven. Um, it's a keeper league offer, but it doesn't make sense season long. Okay, well, with that, Alex, what's next? We are officially jumping into our first waiver wire of the season. Uh, obviously, one of the biggest waiver wires, uh, waiver wire periods of the entire season are the first, I would say, three weeks, and then pretty much a trade deadline. Um, so of the, of the few major ones, this is obviously huge. And we got to explain the format. Yes. We each uh, pick two regular waiver wire pickups and then one long shot. Yes. Uh, regular waiver wire pickups being about or less than 50% rostered in usually Yahoo leagues we use. Um, and then a long shot being less than 25% rostered. Um, I'm going to jump straight into it. Uh, my, my first waiver wire option is Xavier Tillman um, of the Memphis Grizzlies. Also Santi Aldama, but we have yet to see him play. Um, Xavier Tillman's 53% rostered right now, obviously, with the Steven Adams out for the season news. He got scooped up very quickly, but we have Santi Aldama still only 20, 21% rostered. Like I mentioned, Steven Adams out for the whole year. Aldama's dealing with an ankle injury, hasn't played, won't play today, Friday. Tillman, in his first game, in the opener, 17 points, 12 boards, four assists, three steals, one block. Um, this Memphis team is pretty thin in the uh, for, in terms of depth. Uh, not thin. They have David Roddy on the roster. Um, <laughs> but uh, Tillman, we saw him. We saw him in the playoffs last year. Like we know, Tillman uh, is good, and he's going to get maybe 30 minutes a game. Maybe they pull back a little bit when Santi is there. But this is just a clear ad for you know pretty much every league. And then if you need threes, uh, Santi's obviously uh, the better option. 
Um, and I'm curious to see how many starts Tillman gets versus Santi when they're both healthy. I, I still think there's possibility the Grizz will go with a big lineup for stretches too, where you have Santi Tillman and Jaron Jackson all in the lineup at the same time. Um, Santi is a decent passer. Um, so I think they can make that work. You guys mentioned he can stretch the floor. Uh, so it'll be, you know, at, at least until John Morant comes back, I could see them get, being, being creative with some of their uh, five man rotations. Ken, who is your first waiver wire pickup for this season? Uh, well, before I do that, I do want to ask fans, please, if you like our videos, please hit like and subscribe below. My first free agent pickup for the season, uh, Chicago Bull Kobe White, who's four, uh, 41% rostered as of uh, yesterday, uh, and mostly because he is the starting point guard for your Chicago Bulls. You know, Chicago really didn't have any off-season uh, roster changes of note. And they were really spinning their wheels last year with Desunmu and Caruso at the point guard. Um, so they're going to experiment with uh, higher scorer Kobe White, which I think is a solid move. There's just a lot more upside to White. Um, he's never going to be an eight-assist games, uh, eight-assists-per-game guy. But they're going to give him a long run as a starting point guard. Uh, he obviously has the higher draft pedigree. Um, so, uh, and to me, point guards are always in short supply off the waiver wire. Grab Kobe White. Yeah, Kobe White played 31 minutes in, in the season opener. The last time, the only time in his career where he averaged 31 minutes or more, he averaged 15 points, four rebounds, 4.8 assists. Guess what he had in the season debut? 15, four and four. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much exactly what he put up in preseason as well, like per 30, per 36. So, yeah, really uh, a good ad there, Ken. Very clear for all leagues. What do you, uh, who's your first ad, Shannon? My first ad is rookie center for the Dallas Mavericks, Derek Lively. Derek Lively had a lot of preseason helium. Um, he started pretty much the entire preseason for the Mavs, and then he surprisingly did not start the season opener. Uh, they went with uh, Ken Kreid's favorite, Maximilian Kleba instead, <laughs> but Lively did start the second half uh, and he played really well. 16 points, 10 rebounds, uh, one steal, one block. He was, you know, two for three from the line, seven for eight from the floor. Lively, Lively's not going to, he's not going to stretch the floor. His field goal percentage is going to be astronomically high because every shot he takes is going to be a putback or a lob. He yeah. gives Luca and Kyrie that lob threat that they really, you know, Luca hasn't really had in his career. Uh, and I think he's going to stick in the starting lineup A after getting the nod as the starter in the second half uh, of the opener against the Spurs. I fully expect him to start moving forward uh, unless Jason Kidd pulls some kind of weird shenanigans, but lively, <laughs> I would argue, you know, Tillman or Lively, um, depending on your appetite, those are probably the top two pickups to target in this free agent period. They love Kleber and Powell, but they've spun their wheels for a long time with those two as the top big man options. Lively is the way to go, at least for a long while. Yeah, he was uh, he was really affecting the game with his pick and roll, like vertical spacing. It was just when he was in the game, it really felt like Dallas's offense was running better. Um, I'm going to jump to my second 
uh, waiver wire pickup, which is Jalen Johnson of the Atlanta Hawks. Um, 32% rostered. Atlanta's forward minutes after they traded away John Collins this offseason, pretty up for grabs preseason. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't really tell us that much. It, it, it remained a bit confusing. Sadiq Bay actually got the start in the opener against the Hornets. But Bay, DeAndre Hunter, Jalen Johnson, they all got between, I think, 29 and 31 minutes. So they all played the same amount. Um, in 29 minutes, Jalen Johnson had 21 points on 13 shots, seven rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. Johnson is an amazing athlete, like a freak athlete. Um, so his his defensive upside is pretty high, and he's a way better passer than people expect. He's excellent passing in the preseason. We saw that in the playoff series against Ken's Boston Celtics. He had some nice moments as well. It seemed like Atlanta really liked him there. So um, I think he's worth taking a chance on if he's going to continue to play roughly 30 minutes a game. Well, the Hawks are not married to Sadiq Bay. They did not give him a rookie extension, meaning he'll be a restricted free agent and at the end of the season. So I think Bay's on a very short leash as the starter there. And similarly, AJ Griffin could also get a ton of forward minutes. As you say, the forward spaces are wide open in Atlanta. Yeah, with, with Atlanta, they, they have a roster full of tweeners, guys who can play multiple positions. So Sadiq Bay can easily slide down. You know, when he was with Detroit, he would slide down to the two at times. He would slide down, he would slide up to the four. Uh, you know, Jalen Johnson can play the three or four. Uh, you can see DeAndre Hunter, same, same thing. Um, Bogdanovich and even, plays the three sometimes. Yeah, you know, Bogdanovich can play one through three. So I think you've got you've got a lot of guys who who are tweeners that could play multiple positions. They ran a nine man rotation in that season opener. You know, AJ Griffin, who only played ten minutes, it looks like he's really kind of the odd man out with that forward rotation. So if it's a three man rotation and Jalen Johnson's playing twenty eight minutes per game, he's gonna he's gonna have some solid fantasy value. Ken, our next waiver wire pickup, your waiver wire pickup, was one of our sleepers for this season. Sure was. Cam Thomas of the Brooklyn Nets, who uh, some of us are also wagering on to be a sixth man of the year. He's going to offer points, points, and more points. You may have noticed he had 36 points coming off the bench. That was the most off the bench points, I think, for any NBA player in a season opener. Um and you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like he was it was on ugly volume. He, sh- he shot 13 of 21, eight from eleven from the free throw line, two of five threes. Um, you know, he had 23 points per 36 minutes last year for the Nets. And this second unit is filled with defenders like Royce O'Neal and Dorian Finney Smith. I think, you know, they're setting up Cam Thomas to be their instant offense off the bench guy, a Vinny the Microwave Johnson type. So if you need points in threes, uh, I love Can Thomas. Yesterday he was 41% rostered on Yahoo. Um, yeah, get him in your free agent waiver claim queue. Speaking of uh, 40%, his usage rate, 45.2%. Exactly. Uh, wow. I will- um, but I think I think your point is good about about Brooklyn. A lot of their bench guys or their um, you know their secondary guys are defenders. So if it's the if it's the middle of the third quarter and they're down by eighteen, yeah, well, they gotta put Cam Johnson or yeah, uh, Cam Thomas in because right. they just need scoring. Um, right, Ben Simmons, and even the starters, Ben Simmons not gonna light it up. Nick Claxton isn't gonna light it up. You're really relying a ton on Bridges, Cam Johnson, 
Dimwitty and Thomas to do the bulk of the scoring for the squad. And there are the nights when Cam Johnson's not going to be hitting his shots, and they're going to very very happy to to switch to Thomas. Yes, yeah, that that is true. I will say the you know the the breakout potential of Cam Thomas, as we highlighted during the preseason, could have a negative impact on some of these other guys uh, within the starting lineup. Mikel mm-hmm. Bridges only had a twenty two point nine usage, uh, twelve field goal attempts in in the first game. Spencer Dinwiddie only played 24 minutes, uh, one for three from the floor. So I do, you know, those are things to watch and depending on how much, how many minutes, how much volume, how much usage Camp Thomas has. I will say if Camp Thomas goes off and has another two or three games like this, I am selling high. So putting sure. that out there. All right. Dinwiddie could be a trade deadline option for these nets at 30 years of age he does not match the timeline of the rest of the squad i mean i think they also view him as ben simmons insurance right you never know when ben simmons is gonna have a back injury that suddenly can't be played for two years but uh yes uh, if they can trust simmons dimwitty seems like a great trade deadline the, deal. this absolutely can this nets team you know outside of bridges cam johnson and nick claxton the rest of the roster, you know, if this team's not winning games, the rest of the roster will be available. Shannon, who is your next waiver wire pickup? The Struce is loose. Big game in Cleveland when his Cleveland debut. Max Struce started at small forward for the Cavs in that Brooklyn Nets game. He played 39 minutes, 27 points, nine for 17 from the floor, seven for 13 from downtown, two for two from the line, 12 rebounds. One steal, one block. Now this is, you know, no Jared not, Allen in that game. So no a lot Jared of boards Allen for grabs. Yeah, a lot of boards for up up for grabs. Uh, Okoro, Isaac Okoro, uh, received the spot start in place of Jared Allen. Max Struess should be locked in as this team starting small forward and receive heavy minutes all season long. I do expect he'll have a a slightly bigger role than he had in Miami last year. They paid him the money. They received zero production from their small forward spot last year. Zero. Now, you know, the caveat being that's that season debut with the Cavs will be Max Struess's best fantasy game of the season. It will be. It really <laughs> will. Put it out there. Yeah. But he's not going to have another 12 rebound game the rest of the season. No. I would wait, wait, wait. And, and he's only going to hit seven threes, maybe one other time this year. But will he average two and a half three pointers per game? Will yes. score you 12 to 13 points? grab a, a decent amount of, of rebounds for a small forward? Yes. Yes, yes he yes, will. Yes. I, I like Max Struess. I liked him a lot in deeper formats uh, uh, as a late round dart. And I do think he's worth a look, especially if you're desperate for three pointers. If you're an Evan Mobley manager and you see Struess get double the rebounds and almost triple the points on opening night, how irritating is that? How frustrated are you? <laughs> It is a little frustrating. You were hoping for Mobley to have a big game, but I Mobley has such a high floor. I don't think it, I think it was it, Mobley's draft. You know, his ADP was not unreasonable. People were not drafting him 22nd and thinking some big breakout was coming. Like you could still get him at like 35. Um, but yeah, Shannon, you're completely right, Shannon. They have to play Struce 30 minutes a game for their spacing. This might be his best game. If you're rostering him already, maybe sell high. If you aren't, it's a good pickup. Like, and you can hang on to him. It's fine. Like you, there's, you know, get him on your team or sell high if you can get a ridiculous return for him. Yeah. Um, now, Alex, I believe you stay in Cleveland 
for your first long shot free agent pick of the year. I am. It's not a super long shot, but Karis Levert of the Cleveland Cavaliers, again, 17% roster on Yahoo. Nothing out of the ordinary from Levert in the opener, honestly. Like 31 minutes, 24% usage rate, poke up like 11 points, five assists. But Five dimes were nice. Five dimes are nice, but he can pass. I mean, it, this is this is like a process thing. Like, he just needs to be rostered in deep leagues. Like, if you're in a 16-team league and Karis LeVert is not on a roster, that's just not right. Because he's in the rotation already. Like, even when nobody's hurt, the, the complete rotation, he's playing 26 to 30 minutes a game. He's like he's a you know high-level six-man for them. And then if Mitchell or Garland gets hurt, he becomes, like, the secondary playmaker. Um so I just think in deep leagues, like he's just, a, he's such a clear ad. It's not a, it's not a crazy upside pick or anything like that. Um, but he should be rostered. Um, Ken, let's just go to your long shot. Uh, I'm going to go to Oklahoma city and suggest uh, Isaiah Joe, who's 1% rostered. I think the thunder are grooming Joe to be their points off the bench guy. in much the way we talked about cam Thomas. This team needs outside shooting, and Joe shot 41% from behind the arc last season. He had 15 points, five boards, and three triples Wednesday at Chicago. That was in in his 22 minutes, led the bench for the Thunder. Um, If you need those Max Struess and Cam Thomas categories of points and triples, but those two are not available, look to Isaiah Joe for the Thunder. I think that's a good point, Ken. 24.7% 24.7% usage in the in game one. Um, their bench is still kind of their bench has a lot of room for somebody to emerge. Yes. You know, they don't have like a lot of established bench options that we know are gonna play 28 minutes a game. I think uh I think Joe is a is a good option there. I will say for there are people watching in this live stream, somebody asked a question, Jalen Johnson or Herb Jones, 10 team points league. Uh my opinion is Jalen Johnson. Because he has upside, he has yeah. way more points upside and assists upside. Herb Jones, I don't really like specialists in points leagues, especially like three and D guys, because you're not getting the benefit of the three point category. Steals yeah. are worth a lot, but Herb Jones is just not really a part of their offense. Um, and plus, when Trey Murphy comes back, fewer minutes for Jones. Um, so I really like Jalen Johnson in, in that case, especially in a 10 team points league. Yeah, that that is a tough question. Her Herb Jones is going to have decent run here with Trey Murphy out, but I do expect Trey Murphy to be reinserted into the starting lineup uh, once he is at full strength and shakes off all the rust. So you know it's to be determined when that's going to happen. I like Jalen Johnson a little bit more because ten team league. I believe Jalen Johnson has more upside. Herb Jones is basically already in, in, in most 10 team formats, depending on the depth of the rosters. Herb Jones is basically uh end of the bench guy anyways. So All right, Shannon, I, give, I like Johnson's upside there. Nice. Shannon, give us your long shot pick. Who's supposed to be rostered in less than 25% of leagues. Yeah, he's right around 30%. He was closer to 25 when I made this. It was before last night's game. Come on, give me a break. Josh Okogi for the Phoenix Suns starting small forward. He's locked into the, it, it's pretty, pretty simple math here. Do I think Okogi is worth a roster spot in 10 teamers? No 12 teamers. Probably not unless it's a deeper bench, uh, but deeper formats than that. Yes. He, he's locked in the starting lineup for the Suns. He's playing minutes. Beal and Booker are both dealing with 
what I presume are minor injuries right now. So they both sat Thursday's game against the Lakers. Okogie's not going to light up the box score, but he can give you decent production, hit some threes, grab some rebounds, hopefully get some defensive stats. He, he's averaging, you know, he basically has one block and one, one steal through two games right now. Um, but the threes have been there, the rebounds have been there. Those hustle stats are what he's known for. Yeah. So as long as he's getting 33 minutes per, I'm in a roster. I'm in like a 14 team league. He, I watched basically half of both of those first two Suns games. Um, and like watching the Suns, it's so clear how crucial he is to what they do. Like the hustle, you mentioned the hustle. He is flying in for offensive rebounds. Like he's Dennis Rodman. He is just a pure hustle guy. We'll hit some threes once in a while. Like, he is so locked in for them. I just can't imagine anybody taking his minutes. He's the star compliment. Someone yeah. has to play D. Someone has to take that defensive lead hustle role when you've got a Durant and Booker and Beal in there. He's the perfect guy for that. He's not going to complain about a lack of shots. So his minutes are going to be huge. Um, you know, when they're all healthy, how many shots he gets? Eh. But how many times will all three of those guys be healthy? Not so sure. Yeah, through the first two games, I can tell you. He is definitely not losing minutes to Eric Gordon or Grayson Allen once this team's healthy. I, I texted this to Whalen. Gordon looks chubby or chubbier, I should I think say. he I, is he's always, looking. you know, he's, he's a little. And I have no room to talk. But Grayson, you know, just Grayson Allen is just, you know, fi finally hitting that stage of his evolution where he just is becoming Ted Cruz. Right. He's the towel waver there at the corner. <laughs> Could leave for Acapulco at any moment. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's wrap up this wa waiver wire section uh, with a Vivid Seats. Uh, Vivid Seats is sponsoring this podcast, so I'm going to do their read. Uh, <laughs> the NBA season is here. Please be more literal. Hey, you know, the people love transparency. All right. Uh, the NBA season is here. On behalf of our friends at Vivid Seats, let's get one thing clear. Nothing beats seeing your favorite team crush it on the court to the sound of thousands of screaming fans. Every dunk, dribble, and every heart-pounding play of your favorite team live and in person. And because Vivid Seats is the only ticketing company where you can earn rewards on every purchase, you can score amazing deals and unrivaled annual rewards all season long. Plus with a 100% buyer guarantee, you can be sure your ticket will be as legit as your love for the game. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today and use promo code ROTOWIRE for $20 off your first $200 purchase. That is promo code R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E for $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase. Download the app or visit vividseats.com. Vivid Seats, experience it live. That's code R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E. We are jumping into our Friday DFS picks. Um, this will be a little less chaotic than at other points during the season when a bunch of people are hurt and questionable and it's a disaster. It's a little more straightforward this time around. We have uh, an 11 game slate today. The highest over under Warriors at Kings set at 238. I did say, uh, you know, Nick and I do the, the NBA XM show over the past two seasons over unders in October that are over 230. Uh, go under 65% of the time. Uh, just a heads up if you are a gambling man. But we are talking uh, DFS. Shannon, are there any values or stayaways that stick out to you immediately on this slate? 
Well, before I dive into my DFS values, I do want to mention we are running a DFS tiers contest on Splash Sports. Splash Sports is a new sponsor for Throw to Wire. I'm going to try to run these contests every single year. If you are interested, we will post a link out to sign up for Splash Sports and enter the contest uh, on the show notes and descriptions, both for audio and video. Um, and also go to our NBA lineups page today and yes. you will see a link to, to sports slash sports on there as well. It's uh pretty hard to miss, but they have, they have a pretty cool, uh, DFS tiers where you basically our contest set up where you just five bucks to enter, you select five players, one from each tier. I'll give you a freebie, uh, tier one Jokic is in there and there's no one else even close. You have to go with Jokic for tier one. Please check it out. Play well, against me. And, and The teal whale, I believe, is their logo. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but for our DFS weekly segment, we will be highlighting salary cap picks primarily. Um, we'll see if this segment evolves during the season. For now, I'm going to jump around between DraftKings and FanDuel a little bit. Uh, mention a few picks I like on each site. Um, like Alex said, it's not. there's not like one or two obvious games to really target with tonight's slate. Um, but there is one obvious value pick, both on FanDuel and DraftKings, that I consider a must-start, and that is De'Ron Sharp. Yes. The Brooklyn Nets are without Nick Claxton. Sharp is $5,000 on FanDuel, and he is at fifty or sorry, $3,300, almost a mint-price oh, player boy. on DraftKings. That's, that's a free square right there. Um, you have to plug him in. Um, so I, I mean, that to me, Alex, is the most obvious value for tonight's slate. Very obvious value, um, going up, uh, going up against a inexperienced and old, and uh, they're playing Dallas. Like you're going up against Derek Lively, who's a rookie. You're going up against Maxi Kleber and Dwight Powell, who are aging. This is a really good opportunity for Sharp. Sharp is 
one of the best offensive rebounders in the NBA. Um, now, is he good at anything else? Not really. But does it matter for 3,300 on DraftKings? Or I can't remember what you said on FanDuel, but, you know, 5,000. He will get tippins. He will. Um, yeah, that's an excellent. That's the clear value play. That's the free square. Um, uh, I'll ask you, Shannon, because the Detroit Pistons, to start the season, uh, kindly announced that Bojan Bogdanovic and uh, Monte Morris would basically be out a month uh, with no warning whatsoever. But <laughs> they played a really strong game against the Miami Heat in the opener. Can you tell us what you saw in that game? Because they're playing the much worse Charlotte Hornets today, which has an over-under of 227. I mean, it, it was it was the Cade Cunningham and Jalen Duren show. Uh, those were the two most impressive players on the court. Um, Bam also looked really good uh, on the Heat side. Uh, but Cade, Cade was in total control. The, the Pistons in general dealt with uh, tons of turnovers, especially in the first half. I believe it's 15 turnovers in the first half. A lot of just... Uh, you know, wires crossed, bad passes that went right out of bounds. They should clean that up uh, as the season progresses. But Cade with his 30, 30 points, nine, nine assists and, and hitting threes, super efficient. Uh, Jalen Duran four blocks. Um, and that, that kind of feeds into one of the other things I'm seeing on DFS uh, for tonight's slate is you've got guys like on FanDuel, uh, both Cade and Duran are quite a bit more expensive than they were for the season opener. Duran's at 7,900, Cade's at 88 on on FanDuel. Those prices, even with the cushy matchup, I am hesitant to pull the trigger on either. I do think they're both within range where they can be considered options, but I like I like Duran, for instance, far more on DraftKings. On DraftKings, Duran's only 5,600. Um, and in general, that highlights what I've seen comparing this slate to Wednesday's slate. DraftKings didn't react too much. Their pricing kind of remained the same. They didn't react from the one game, whereas FanDuel's pricing is all over the map from the one game. So for Cam, FanDuel, Cam Thomas might be cheap then. Uh... Yeah. No, on, on DraftKings, I, I think he is. He's definitely cheaper on DraftKings than he is FanDuel. Um, I don't have to look into that, but there's it, it's very reactionary pricing on FanDuel. So it's actually made me take kind of two different approaches between the two sites. Um, I like Sharp on both, as mentioned, but on FanDuel, I like the guys who put up duds in the first game. <laughs> I like those disappointing. I want the bounce back candidates. So you got guys like Jalen Brown at 6,900, Evan Mobley, 76, not a huge discount, uh, but I think he's going to bounce back and have a better game tonight. Uh, Jalen Williams is at 5,800. Uh, DeJounte Murray's at 74. There's a lot of guys, you know, even Markel Fultz. He's a guy I want to highlight on both sites. 58 on FanDuel, 55 on draft games. Fultz was heavily owned. In, in game one of the season, I think he was close to 50% uh, in the primary GPP on FanDuel. Uh, he had t- 26 fantasy points in 24 minutes. He only played 24 minutes because that game was a complete blowout. Yeah. You know, if he's playing 32 minutes, still hits that fantasy point per minute mark, which he was, he was basically there at the end of last season as well. Once he got the rust off and was back to full strength. I mean, Fultz under 6,000 on both sites fantastic play i want to get back to your point on jalen brown not only a dud in the game opener but a complete dud in that series against the heat 
where they were eliminated in the playoffs in the Eastern Finals. They play the Heat tonight. He, on the one hand, he should be extremely motivated after his giant contract and all the public criticism to have a big game against the Heat. But on the other hand, Spolstra always throws that zone at Boston, and they always act like they're surprised, and they never handle it well. It drives me crazy as a Celtics fan. I'm kind of avoiding Celtics tonight because Spolster just always seems to have our number. I, I was just about to ask you about Boston, Ken. Like when I, when I, you know, I was catching that game and it was just a lot of Jason Tatum looked like a man among boys at times in that game. And Porzingis, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it was, there... it was just like the problems of last year. Awesome first quarter, pretty strong in the fourth, but the middle quarters, they just fell in love with themselves, got lackadaisical, fell in love with lazy jump shots and let go of the rope on defense. And I'm hoping Holiday turns that around. Perzingis was actually fantastic on defense. I was used to having such a rim protector for for the Celtics. It was gorgeous to see four blocks, but he also wildly altered at least four other shots. It was wonderful. Uh, I'm still excited. It's early. Very excited that they actually just ground out the win in a game that last year they would have let slip away which they did in the season opener last year to the Knicks as soon as the pressure got turned on. Uh, I'll mention two things quick. We, we uh, mentioned Cam Thomas. He is 6,700 on FanDuel. So immediate spike Ooh, for him. Yeah, and nice. it's possible he doesn't even see 25 minutes, uh, depending on game script. And then, you know, uh, Chan was talking about Cade and Duran. I mean, one thing I think that's just underrated for DFS is getting really – relatively low priced players who could be, or basically are number one options on their team. Like Cade is under 9,000 on FanDuel and is clearly hit the Pistons number one option. And then you can pair him with his favorite, uh, basically passing option. So you take a team's number one option, pair him with his favorite passing guy. I, so I think Cade and Durham is going to be like a really nice stack all season. Um, in terms of guys I'm looking at, obviously who we mentioned already, I think that's good. We have this OKC versus Cleveland game which I'm very interested in Darius Garland questionable again. So just keep an eye on that. But this Mobley versus Holmgren matchup, I would be worried about playing Holmgren. Uh, I Mobley is such a good defender. And in terms of like length maneuverability, he is completely on par with Chet. I would completely avoid Chet and I would personally lean Mobley. I think this could be like a really big game for him um, yeah. to bully Chet, get in the pick and roll, everything like that. So I'm I'm keeping an eye on that matchup. Well, af- after seeing what Andre Drummond did to Chet, I mean it's pretty obvious Chet is washed. And, yeah, and right. Yes. We should all just avoid him. No, Chet Chet's actually very affordable for DFS tonight. But likewise, I'm not a big fan of the matchup. I don't like that Chet only played. I think it was 25 minutes in the first game of the season. They're going to bring him along slowly. They're not going to give. They're not going to run him out there for 35 minutes. You guys, so, are, you guys both haven't mentioned the big over under of the, of the night, which is yep. uh, 238 Warriors Kings. Not a lot of starting lineup changes, I guess, though. So uh, nobody stands out. There, there are a couple. I mean, honestly, on DraftKings, Chris Paul is one of my favorite plays. He's 6600. You know, he 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 kind of got off to a slow start in that that debut with the Warriors first half of the season or first half of that game. When I'm watching my thought was, wow, he looks kind of like Kyle Lowry uh, during the playoffs last season. This isn't great. Uh, but then he picked it up and had, he, he had a great second half. Um, he's 6,600 on DraftKings. 
you know, with Draymond Green, basically as long as Draymond Green's out, I think Chris Paul is going to put up pretty stellar lines. Uh, so he's he's good bat for 35 to 40 fantasy uh, points. Did you see uh, Kyle Lowry's usage rate, by the way, yesterday? 1.9 <laughs> in 31 minutes. What? The body I doesn't mean, age well. That bumpus no. does not age well. <laughs> uh, I, uh, but yeah, that can. It's a good point to bring up the highest over under, right? We mentioned at the top of the at the top of the segment. Um, again, something Nick brought up on the XM show. Chris Paul, he's a slow down the game guy, though. Yes, you know Draymond when he's in. Draymond's out for this game. Draymond when he's in, he's he grab he grabs the boards and he just goes off of uh, rebounds. He loves that. But watching that first game, Chris Paul, he's slowing the offense down the whole time. Will walk it up. He's going to control the ball. He's going to stand at the very top of the three-point line. Everybody on Golden State's going to do some movement. They weren't – I didn't like their offense. They didn't get a lot when of you're open you're 65 shots. years old, Alex, that's what you do. That's how Shannon and I run the, uh, you know, the Rotowire pickup offense. Uh, I, I played basketball this morning with the old men. There are numerous 60-year-olds on the court, and I <laughs> felt like an Olympic-level athlete. <laughs> All uh, right, fellas, yeah. is that it for our uh, DFS advice? Uh, Alex, tell us about our good friends at Rival Fantasy. I would love to. Uh, LeBron versus Jordan. Magic versus Bird. Oh. Barkley versus McHale. Hello. Basketball is synonymous with legendary player rivalries. They make the game more fun and give fans the storylines that raise the stakes every time those players meet on the court or come up in conversation. Now, every player matchup and head-to-head -head debate can be settled on Rival Ew. Fantasy. This NBA season, you can play challenges where you decide which NBA player will score more fantasy points in their next game, play the Rival Fantasy in-house challenges, or create your own and get a friend in the mix with customizable social challenges. Sign up at joinrival.com slash rotowire and get a $200 deposit match. Get in on this now before the 2023-24 season tips off. It's time to step up to the challenge on Rival Fantasy. See you in the arena. That's joinrival.com slash rotowire to get a $200 deposit match. Well, friends of the Friday podcast, it's time for Ken's 2023-24 debut old man rant. Arrgh! I'm a bit chubby. That said... <laughs> Why are all the new NBA superstars so darn skinny? Victor Wembayana and Chet Holmgren gain some weight. Holmgren, that creepy Amish beard doesn't count as real body mass. I miss the thick Washington bullets of my youth. The Beef Brothers, Jeff Rulin and Rick Mahorn. Mel Dinner Bell Turpin, rest in peace. John Hot Plate Williams, and of course, Seven foot seven, 302 pound George Murison. Sixer Daryl Chocolate Thunder Dawkins could bust Wemby or Chet with one Thunder Dunk. Andre Drummond almost broke Chet on opening night with a crossover dribble. Get chunky, fellas. Arrgh! I've said it a thousand times. Ken loves a thick boy. I I thought when, I thought Holmgren was out for the year when I saw him. I thought like I don't a e chair. I don't even under I've I think I've watched that clip fifteen to twenty times. I can't figure out why he collapsed. Did the There's air no conditioning reason. turn on? You right. know, like what 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 gentle breeze knocked Holmgren over into that uh, like compressed somersault? Andre Drummond 
you can measure his 40 with a calendar, and yet he drove right. He shook. He broke ankles of Holmgren in his balsa wood legs. I'm glad he's still alive after that. Man. Um, mispronounced names. Uh, Ken, I think we're going to have a hard time with Wembenyama all year. I should really just should have said Wemby. Really, Wemby. all you got to say, Wemby. Yeah. Other than that, I think we're. Uh, I think. I think we're in the clear, right? I mean, we had a lot of, uh, you know, Ruth, live Jalen Johnson, Joe Thomas, White Johnson, Tillman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Playing it so, safe. Right. Exactly. Uh, that will conclude it for us. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, presented by Underdog Vivid Seats and rival fantasy ken take us out of here let's go to dallas where lucas said this about rookie Derek lively one of shannon's suggestions lively who had 16 points 10 rebounds in his nba debut versus a certain tall player from france anyway luca said this about lively quote he played effing amazing end quote i clean that up attention passengers this three car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.